Hey guys. I sound like Bird. Hey guys, brand new podcast. No. Hey guys, brand new Wife of the Party cast. Um, so I want to clear something up really quick. So last week's podcast was about sexuality. And I had a couple people who said, you know, I like it better when you have an expert on. They, I got emails saying, I like it better when you have an expert. Maybe you should have had someone who's struggling with these issues talk. Well, I, I, I thought it was clear in the podcast that that wasn't what I had planned on talking about. I had planned on talking about like gadgets we use that help us like slow cookers and pressure cookers. So I didn't plan to talk about sexuality. So that's why I didn't have somebody on here who is struggling with any of those issues we discussed. So I hope that clears up. I, I Instead of emailing a, a bunch of people, I just thought I would say that in this intro. So the sexuality podcast was a complete uh, impromptu subject change which I thought was fantastic because it was a very authentic conversation that I wasn't expecting to have. So, again, I hope that clears that, clears that up for you guys. Um, this podcast, however, is a departure from any type of expertise. Uh, this is my daughters and I talking about um, all kind of stuff. They're not always um, appropriate uh, podcast guests. They make random noises. They tap things that in the mic. Isla blows in the mic at a certain point. They're laying down half of the episode. It's really not my typical guest. But I really wanted to, to talk to them about some stuff. And I think some of it was pretty enlightening. Um, they talk about their dad. They talk about, um, you know, I asked them a lot of, I think, pretty good questions about what it, what it takes to be a good parent and what it takes to be a good friend and what it takes to be a good teacher and Georgia had some really cool insights about, um, I asked her how, you know, she says sometimes she has a hard time listening when a parent talks to her. So I wanted her to talk about that some, and she does. So I thought it was a pretty cool podcast, but no experts this week, for sure. <laughs> I think the only expert in the room was Halston, because he's running the board. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, thanks again for listening every week and for everybody's super supportive amazing emails and comments. I can't tell you how much they mean to me. I read every single one of them. I don't get to reply to every single one of them, but I try to. So thank you very much for, for telling me that you enjoy it. And thank you for the occasional, you know, constructive criticism. So far, I've had no mean emails at all. Only really constructive criticism, which I completely welcome. I have, I'm so happy to hear any critique, uh, because all I want to do is learn and grow on this podcast. So you can't do that without some criticism. So regardless, anyway, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoy Georgia and Isla. I rode my bicycle past your window last night.
more like a public service announcement, right? Like when we did the um, the uh, visit the forest PSA, right? No. Dad, am I just boring you to death? No, 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 no. no. Okay. Okay. I remember that visit the forest thing uh, far too well. It was awesome. What was wrong with it? Can I let the puppy in? No. No. Aww. Because uh, the girls were trying to be funny, and Georgie goes, Dad's got a girlfriend. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. I, don't rem- I remember falling in a cactus. <laughs> you did fall in a cactus. Leanne brought the girls up the mountain, and you gave him a stern talking to, and you were completely miked. And, oh, I was? Oh, yeah. And uh, I think it was sales was like, come here. And I put on the headsets and I listened to you just go, that is not funny. That is not funny. Uh-oh. So for those of you listening who don't know what we're talking about, uh, when Bert was on Travel Channel, uh, the uh, National Forestry Association asked if our family would do a public service announcement about visiting the forest, about being active outdoors. So we did. And it was... It was uh, it, it was, was a interesting. Bad day. <laughs> I fell on a what? cactus, and then we went to a restaurant with like everybody who was working on it, and I was the last person to get my food, and I had splinters all in my butt, and I was miserable just oh, sitting there. God, that's so funny. And then I had that to put story's duct come tape. up twice this week. It has. I wonder why. Because I didn't get my food. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. You didn't get, get your food. food. Um, yeah, and I remember like we went in a go kart of George's. Oh, okay, we went in this go kart of George's boat with cactus on it, and I started laughing. There was a go kart or a golf yeah, cart. Yeah, it was golf, golf cart. cart. A golf cart. Okay, not a go kart. Was it? It was a fun day though, wasn't it? We were hiking around in the woods at Big Bear, and Dad sang a song, an original song. I wonder if you can find that PSA online. I bet you can. No. Tell mom what happened on our hike. So, so uh, no. Wait, no, I, I, speaking of visiting the forest, you went to the forest today. No, we went hiking. There was no forest there? To, uh, no, there Friedman. was no forest there. Okay. Right? Friedman? Friedman Canyon, yes. Oh. Yeah, Friedman. I okay. So what happened? So we were walking up the trail, and then I, Dad, Dad, you're telling it. Well, I thought Georgia was telling no, it. No, Dad can tell it. Okay. So if there's one thing Isla's afraid of, uh oh, it's bees. <laughs> we're getting up. We're walking up the hill. Okay, we're walking uphill, and all of a sudden, this woman in front of us starts dancing. Uh oh. And we're like, "What is she doing? Like she's. It's almost like she's having a seizure." <laughs> and then the guy goes, "Oh my god!" And we walk into oh, a no. swarm of a thousand oh, no. bees. Oh no! And we all screamed. I love. Isla, you've never seen her biggest fear in the world is bees. Her biggest, she couldn't play outfield because she, all she did was stare at the fucking ground looking she for bees. She swam with sharks. She swam with sharks. Swam with sharks. But and when she saw these bees, her body collapsed and every limb was for itself and she sprinted, sprinted down the hill. Did you? Did, did, did the bees catch she you? She told every no. single person walking up the hill, there are bees, there are bees, there are bees. <laughs> Were you freaked and then out? there's a fly flying in my face and oh, I thought oh, it was oh, a oh. bee. A fly, anything that got even came near her face, <laughs> she would go, Gah! I wonder where she got that behavior. Yeah. <laughs> she took her sweater off and her hat. She's like, there's a bee in my hat. And then she's like, Dad, can you carry my hat? She was so scared and it was so it funny. Was I, I, I thought I was going to die. I thought it was going <laughs> to... 
I thought it was just like a lot of like gnats flying around. I was like, what? It was maggots. Uh, yeah. Maggots don't like, fly. One time in like the outfield when I was playing softball, a bee went in my pants. I started screaming. Yeah? In my head. Yeah, the only real, irrational, uncontrollable, nonsensical, panic temper tantrum you ever had was the first time we went camping at Girl Scouts oh and there was a beehive in a tree nearby and you lost your noodle. Couldn't get it together. I thought I was going to have to take you home. You have like a real panic-driven fear of bees. It's not normal. And to watch her walk into a thousand of them. <laughs> and we didn't even see them. We heard them. And then I yeah. looked. Everything. Everyone was looking on the ground and there were just shadows of all the bees. And we looked up and we heard them and we saw them. And then Isla screamed really loud. That's how many bees there were. They were blocking the sun. We were looking at the shadow yeah. going, what's that? And Isla, I can't... Her arm went, <laughs> it was involuntary reaction. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just, I, I was just sprinting down the hill because I didn't, I thought they were all chasing me and I was scared. I just wanted to. Well, they swarm like that for a reason. They, they all so they come out of the hive. No, it's not about people or even protecting anything. I don't remember why, but I know that they swarm at a certain time of year like that. Well, I, I, maybe it's something to do with the queen. I don't know. Like Think when the tree fell down, that's what Dad said. Oh, the tree fell that the hive was in, and there was like five babies going up there. Five baby bees? No babies. 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 Oh. Um, we kept saying. Georgia, what was the joke of the day? Oh, um, I don't remember. I was something. About Isla, you know what that was? Mm. A big old bee. Yeah. A big old a bee. Big old <laughs> I said that is a very nice joke of the month, my good sir. Big old bees. Well, that sounds like a very exciting Saturday. Mm-hmm. How are we going to top that at the escape room? Uh, we're not. Papa, I do not is want the to. Top. You do not want to what? No, I don't want to because I don't want bees to come in the escape room no, and kill me. No, just put bees and Papa in an escape room. No, we're... You sure you don't want this? No, no dog. Inside? No dog in inside. She'll just lay on Georgia. That's I'll okay. Lay. I'm fine if she lays on me. Uh, are you fine? My sock is so tight. That's so crazy. How was the hike otherwise? Sydney was not having it. Why? She was just, she <laughs> hates hikes, but she doesn't realize that hikes are just uphill walks. Yeah. So she was pouting. And then when we turned around because of the bees, we were like almost done. Mm-hmm. And dad turned around and said, okay, Sydney, one more time. We're going to go up one more time. And she went... <laughs> he started collapsing on the ground <laughs> and then it, he, he was, was like <sighs> she was she just was like pouty and angry I was like oh Sydney don't cry on me so why was she pouty and angry do you think she just really doesn't like to hike she was doesn't it? like hikes I think she's like dad hit me with a stick because Eric just like patted her with the stick and she's like he swung the stick at me oh my goodness I felt bad for Sydney how was Carter he Carter. was making fun of the lady going down into the ground. Carter dancing. was wearing tennis shoes, sweatpants, a sweatshirt, and a what? t-shirt. It's so <laughs> hot today. He said, this is a mistake. It was a mistake. He's like, He's I right. would trade this for shorts. And I said, why would you do, where would you wear that? Oh, Carter. He's so goofy. I thought there is a squirrel going around in the grass, and I thought it was a bee. You did? So no snakes? No. You know, snakes are out now. They are. So, yes, they Let's are. Let's get a BB gun. They are out here. I don't know if they were, probably weren't out in Mammoth where we were. It's probably till, still a little too cold. But here they are out. One of my friends, um, 
went for a hike last week zoe lotion's mom mm-hmm. and she sent me a picture of this huge rattlesnake stop that mom on. why it's scary well baby you just have to you just have to look for them they don't want anything to do with you you just have to the thing about the wilderness is you have to kind of be aware of your surroundings so that you can be safe you know a, a snake is completely safe if you don't mess with it they don't want you to mess with them so if you just stop hiking and li- and just let them pass you'd be totally fine that's what cecilia did Mom, she stopped and the snake crossed the road and then she kept hiking this microphone smells like dad's sweat the microphone smells the, like dad's, dad's sweat. microphone is it coffee breathing you yeah <laughs> everything in here smells like dad's sweat everything in here smells everything like he touches like he, I think Does he, dad sweat a lot? He yes. slept in my bed one time and I had to sleep on the opposite side because it smelled like him and sweat and it Aww. was disgusting. I like the smell of dad. Mom, not not the stinky, Ugh. sweaty smell of dad. You come in here when he's on the treadmill and you get like a big whiff of just his sweat and then you leave. Don't you love it? Uh-uh. No? Uh-uh. Why would you blow body odor? What do you, what's your favorite thing about dad? His hair. His hair? He, he doesn't want, have very I much I kind of want him to do a hair flip. You want him to do a hair flip? I like his hair, too. I think it's cute. What do you like about Dad? That he's more like me. That he's more like you? He is a lot like you in some ways, but in some ways you guys are very different. You're really organized. and He's like me and sloppy. Yeah, he's like Isla's sloppy. And who would have McDonald's every day? He would I have McDonald's have every day. McDonald's he has no interest day. in healthy food. So does Isla. If you could change one thing about Dad, what would it be? Um, probably the fact that every time, every time uh, he needs something, he asks someone else to do it when he could easily do it himself. Like it's going to take the same amount of effort for that person to do it rather than him doing it. Like whenever I'm on the couch watching the same show he is he's like georgia can you give me a big favor <laughs> can you go to the man cave and get and try and find my wallet i have no idea where it is but i think it's in the man cave can you find it for me <laughs> he doesn't even need his wallet in the moment he just needs to find it and so i say no and he's like do i ever say no to you and i'm like yeah but i never ask for anything like that and then he says Georgia, come on, come on. You know I'd do this for you. And I said, no, you wouldn't. And he's like, hey, that's not a good way to treat your father. And I was like, yeah, but I don't want to. And then he just, I do it anyways. And then I come in here and there's no wallet. And then I go back. He's like, oh, I was sitting on my wallet. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, happens what, to me a lot, that, too. Uh, that's what happened today. He was like... Looking for his wallet. Or he goes, he was like, you know what? Oh, sorry. Okay. So we were like you're going to Fryman or whatever and he's like hey Leanne where's my wallet where's my wallet Leanne he looked all around the house except for next to mom and he went over to mom and said it was right next to you why wouldn't you say anything what did he say why can't you be a friend and tell me where my wallet is can you do me a big favor first of all he got a brand new wallet so I was looking for the old wallet. I wasn't looking for this brand new wallet because I forgot he got a brand new wallet. So I really didn't see it. Even though I probably looked at it, I didn't really register that it was his wallet. I think one of the other things he's like, can you do me a big favor? Can you give me a big water with crushed ice and a little meows with it? Yes. Not like I look crazy meows, but like just a little, just a little. That is one thing he does. Like you're both sitting on the couch. You're both watching the same TV show. And he'll, he does it, to, well, he doesn't really do it to me anymore because I won't, I won't do it oh, but he'll say hey 
Could you go make me a big glass of ice water? And I'm thinking, wait, you're asking me to inconvenience myself. He does this in the car with me. This drives me nuts in the car. I'm driving. He's in the passenger seat, and he asks me to turn up the radio or adjust the air conditioning. God. He's sitting there doing absolutely nothing. I'm driving, and, and I've constantly said, why don't you do it? Well, if I do it, why don't you do it? I just asked you. Why can't you just do it? You're closer to the knob. I'm like by like three inches, and your arm is a foot longer than mine. So technically, oh so it's not worth arguing. I just turn and turn the knob up. But I think, why would you ever ask somebody when you're in equal position to do something you want for you? Wouldn't like, you just do it yourself? It takes less effort to just do it yourself. True. And the go kart thing, you know, with the hiking thing, the go kart thing, yeah. Like mammoths or whatever. Oh, the ATVs. ATVs? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. He kept telling me, "Isla, turn. Isla, go fast and stop. Isla, go fast, stop." Yeah. <laughs> driving with him is not fun, even if you're like in the back seat, because you just hear him point out every single thing that he would have done that you're doing wrong. <laughs> like when we were that. in the ATV, he's like, "You are so far to the left. I'm getting smacked by effing trees. What the heck is wrong with you? You need to go center yourself. Center yourself. I'm getting smacked by all these." Good trees. Why? What's wrong with you? So. <laughs> He's like, a good Don't ball. put yourself in the middle. Put yourself on the side so the car's in the middle. Left, left, left. Right. So what's dad's very best quality? Like, what, what's he really good at? What's his best quality? Like, as a, as a dad, what do you think is the, the thing he does as a dad that's the very best? Dadding stuff dadding stuff could you be more specific like dadding like pointing out stuff like you need to do this better you know you think so me and you're gonna get into fights he's like you need to get this better do this better oh okay all right what do you think dad's really good at good at making things equal you think he's good at making things equal nope Mm -hmm. oh yes that's really cool. I think, you know what I think he's really good at? I think he's really good at inserting fun in our house. And he's really good at making me be, go what I want to do and be who I want to be. Like when me and Georgia were fighting over the back seat, I was such Wait, you got to speak up so people can hear okay. what you're saying. When you and Georgia were fighting over the back seat, what? At Mammoth, we were going home, we were fighting over the back seat, and he was on my side. <laughs> He was on your side, so that's why you liked it, because he was on your side. Goofy. You are goofy, goofy. So what do you think is Dad's worst quality? We've already been over this. We have? Can you crushed ice water? Oh, that. Okay, what, okay, sorry. Yeah, I guess you're right. We're going over it. So what's my best quality? Um, momming stuff. Momming stuff, yeah. as opposed Be to dadding more stuff. Yeah. What is momming stuff? Making lunch and doing laundry? Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> That's what I'm best at, is being a maid? No. I love Georgia. I'm the best at hugs. Yeah. I'm the best at hugs and kisses. And the best at, like, telling me that you need a hug and kiss, mom. Making you get one even when you don't want one. Uh-huh. I can't. I'm trying to figure out a certain word. So I will keep talking. Is it fabulous? No, no, no. I have superior. I have a sentence. I have a sentence, but I just like don't have the word in the sentence. I'm trying to figure it out. Is it supreme? No. Is it so much better than dad? No. Stop. Okay. 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 It's a hot. I will keep talking while I figure this out. Who is funnier, mom or dad? Dad. Mom. Nice. 
No, it's dad. No, it's mom. Dad's a professional comedian. Yeah, that doesn't make him funny. I know his humor. Yeah, it's adult humor. So, oh. so okay, we've decided mom is funnier. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, mom's funnier. I think funnier. that's what I'm hearing is mom is way funnier. No. Mom's way funnier. Mom is so much funnier. No. Oh, come on, Mom's Isla. really funny. Mom is really funny. Mom's hilarious. We need mom a tiebreaker. No. I think Halston should be the tiebreaker. So what do you think makes a good parent? What do you think makes a good parent? Not about mom or dad, like not about me or, or Bert, but what makes a good parent? Being parenty. I love well, you. Got to find a different adjective um, than mommy or daddy <laughs> and or parenty. What makes a good parent? Um, um, is it being good listener? Is it being kind? What is it? I think it's understanding. Oh, okay. Oh, we interrupt us, Maximus. Mister Sir. No, no, haven't seen your phone. <laughs> <laughs> we were just discussing how you ask people to look for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bubby. I think he's really going to enjoy listening to this podcast. I think, so. think? Um, I think one of the best qual- qualities in a parent is understanding the kid's point of view before the parents. Because something that usually happens is, um, like, especially when I'm listening to um, my friends talk to their parents, I think mostly adults look at it as what they would have done in the situation happening to them as an adult but not happening to them as a kid Mm. so kids definitely handle stuff differently than adults do right so i think this quality would probably be looking at it at looking at it from a 14 year old's perspective rather than a 48 year old's perspective or like just kind of taking a minute and understanding how different it is for a kid rather than an adult that makes sense that's really great georgia that's great advice for a parent what do you think georgia what's the best quality isla a parent can have georgia i just figured out what that math means okay so what is the best quality a parent can have um um you think it's listening you think it's kindness do you think it's listening because you guys don't listen to my perspective that well oh sounds like you're saying something similar to georgia mm-hmm. so then let me ask you this and i really am curious about this i'm not trying to prove any kind of point or anything so if if because i'm 48 and you're 14 and i've done something or i have experience in something that you don't have how would you best like to hear that advice? Like, for instance, let's say you're going to jump off the roof into the pool. And I say, Ooh, the pool is not deep enough for you to jump off. You're going to get hurt. And you go, well, if I look at it from a 14-year-old perspective, that looks really fun and amazing. And I'm not going to get hurt. But as a 48-year-old, I go, hmm, that may not be a great plan. How would you best like to hear that? Because sometimes part of a parent's job is to help you learn in your own way at your own pace but we have just like a teacher or a mentor or a girl scout leader you an adult brings more life experiences to the situation than a 14 year old would so how do you think it would be best received by a 14 or a 12 year old if a parent had a different point of view than you 
Well, it's kind of hard because I don't really know anyone that would have actually jumped off the roof into a pool. Well, that was just an example, like of you thinking you know what's going on and an adult having a different perspective. I was trying to use find an example based on what you had said for an adult to think about what's going on for you as a 14 year old instead of as a 48 year old. Do you know what I mean? And like how how would the adult? How, how would the how would you like for me to say something to you uh, that maybe I'm not asking this the right way? Am I making sense, Halston? Okay, good. Um, okay, so say you're having problems with a friend at school and you are reacting a certain way. And as an adult, I I see the situation from an adult's perspective. And there are pieces in my perspective that I think may be able to help you. So would you rather I just keep my thoughts to myself and let you process it just as a 14-year-old? Or would you rather have my advice? Like this morning when we were talking about how you guys were fighting and I said, you know, there's this this saying from the Bible, do unto others as you would have them do unto you uh do you just not want to hear that advice or no i think waiting for the kid to come to the adult would probably maybe try that first and if like you've waited and then it's still happening and there are many opportunities for the kid to have come to the adult and like they haven't figured it out themselves and maybe go and ask what's wrong and then if the kid doesn't say anything, then just start talking, like, I don't know, like, get off topic and see if it comes out that way. Oh. Like, start talking about just anything and then just see if the kid admits anything's happening. I see. So not say, stay so focused on the topic and yeah. let the kid come around to the topic when the kid is because ready. Because that's much better than the adult going, what's wrong? And right. then I immediately, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. To, to just be there and be open to listening. Yeah. And then wait for the kid to talk. Because what usually happens is um, the adult, like, especially when Isla and I have a fight, either you or dad walks in and immediately takes over and doesn't let us figure it out. Okay. Like, we never really get a chance to figure it out. You just, like, immediately come in and take over. And then there's no way of us working it out by ourselves. And usually if we have, like, a big enough fight, we come to you. But if you guys usually just come in and don't let us handle it, and that's a bit annoying. But, like, when you let us handle it, it's better. Okay. I I understand that. That makes perfect sense to me. Thank you for telling me that. What do you think, Isla? What? What do you think? What was the question? How would you like an adult to handle a problem that you have? By listening to both of their points and just telling us that stuff. I think I agree with Georgia. You agree with Georgia to to kind of just be there and listen and let the kid drive the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's very helpful. So now, what if I see something that's going on that I feel like I need to talk to you about? What How do you mean? Like if I see that you're like, like spitting at school or something, then talk to us mm-hmm. about it, like you just, did with me looking in the toilet at a sock. Oh, what? when you're in kindergarten. 
when she was in kindergarten, Mr. She got Mr. V said her kindergarten teacher, Mr. V. When I went to pick her up, said, "Just so you know, Isla got benched today. She's on the bench, but I want her to tell you why. So tomorrow at drop off, tell me what she says." <laughs> I said, "Okay." So he said, no, he also said, she got off the rug when I had told the, the kids, everybody to stay on the rug, and she got off the rug anyway, which is why I benched her. But I want her to tell you why. So, and then you tell me tomorrow what she says. <laughs> and so I asked her that night. I said, Isla, so what happened at school? She was like, nothing. I said, Mr. V told me you got benched. What happened? And Isla sat there for just a minute and said, Somebody put a sock in the toilet. And I just had to go see it. So she clearly she got off the bench to go look at the sock in the toilet oh and got God. busted and got in trouble for it. So we talked about having to um, stay on the bench when the teacher says, but I understand how that was really hard because if there's a sock in a toilet, I mean, come on. Why are you going to sit on the rug for that? It's totally worth being benched, right? Yeah, it was totally actually really it. cool. I only got benched one time in... Well, this is obviously a different school, but there was, my kindergarten teacher had this, like we switched off and she had like this one little officer that would make sure kids were behaving. And if people weren't behaving, they got benched. And I think there were these twins and there was like a girl, I think like the girl's name was Sophia. I don't remember her brother's name though. And she was in charge and she was so full of herself and she just wanted to bench someone, but everyone was behaving. She's like, Georgia, you're being benched. And I said, why am I being benched? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> and so I just sat on the bench. Oh, and God. I was really confused. And then she's like, how'd you like being benched? And I said, I don't know. It was kind of boring. And she's like, you were benched. And then she left. Maybe she just liked saying the word benched. I think so. <laughs> so oh, I, I remember one time I got benched by Dakota because I was talking to Kylie in Miss Cat's class. Uh-oh. <laughs> So, Isla's in sixth grade. George is in eighth grade. You're about to be out of school. George is moving on to high school. Isla's staying at Walter at 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 middle school. Um, what is the hardest thing about school? What's the hardest thing? Um, not talking. Not talking? No, no, not talking. I'm good. I'm great at that. I, I cannot talk. You mean to be quiet when you're I'm supposed a, to be quiet? No, no, I, I'm great at that too, but... Um, talking to other people? No, when, I, when other people talk to me. Oh, it's not really talking. It's really hard back. not it's, to talk back. Is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. It is really hard not to talk back when somebody talks to you. What do you think the hardest part is, Georgia? Um... I think especially with my teachers, they don't exactly coordinate. They say they do, but they don't exactly coordinate projects and homework very well. Mm-hmm. So there'll be like, there'll be like two straight months with no projects, little homework. And then there's like a month and a half with like, four different projects due in the same week and homework in every single class period that's really tough. Yeah. And that's the hardest part is because especially making plans with people that are not at your school, um, it's just kind of hard to 
gauge if you're gonna have homework or not because we get like a project and then we get a project in the next class period and then we get like three days worth of homework in the next class period and then we get maybe nothing in this class period but there'll be something tomorrow and it's just kind of hard to handle having time without homework and Mm -hmm. then a lot of time with homework because especially after school activities then you have to maybe skip some of those because you have this like this block of a month and a half with all this homework and projects and it'd be so much easier if the teachers just separated out so there was like homework every day and a project that was due different days or something right if it were a little more balanced yeah if it was balanced okay what's the worst thing that you see happen at school oh god fights uh, fights oh my god fights like fist fights mom this fist kid, fights at your middle school mom this kid almost lost his eye the other day because what? of a fight yeah there was this fight yesterday. wait are you serious yeah yeah i saw him walking down the hall with so much blood on his face what and he got to the hospital and had a concussion he did there was this fight yesterday between these two girls and like they yesterday mm -hmm, and they like pulled hair they smacked they like they took their earrings out it was serious they took their earrings out before the fight started shut up yeah they had like these big hoops they took them out and then they started pulling hair it was it was somebody got it what were they fighting about i have no idea a boy probably not probably a boy no probably it not was a boy because this one girl is just like really mean she talks bad about everybody she who, knows wait i don't, I don't know, know her i don't, I don't know, know who her. she is but is she in like your classes or she's just no, someone at she's re- in that middle she's school. just someone at middle school um and um and but i'm not done the, um but <laughs> she talks bad about every single person she knows and i think just one person was fed up with her oh. so they got in a big fight and um, it was fun. the guy that got a concussion didn't come back to school and he was in my academy really was he suspended no he didn't even make the fight the other Somebody guy just got suspended this week for grabbing a girl's boob mm-hmm. who i don't know i won't say the girl because no we're not talking about who is involved we're just talking about the incident some does that happen a lot did boys grab boobs at school a lot okay just this one guy then Probably. yeah are you grabbing boobs at school Mom. <laughs> I'm just asking. No. There's just one girl in my class who goes up to everyone and smacks their butt and then runs away. Oh my goodness. That's that me. smacks her butt. Is her name Leanne? No. Is she just like I smacks am? their butt and then everyone knows who it is, so they turn around and it's like hee hee and then runs away. She's so creepy. So what makes a good friend? Oh, I got into your book. I know you got into your book. I'm oh. so proud. <laughs> That's really awesome. How do you feel about that? <laughs> so what makes a good friend why speak. are you pointing at me speak okay i always go first okay so being um friendy i guess being being friendly. the opposite so of you being the opposite of you yeah so it's kind of like a you know it's like a balance teeth <clears throat> <laughs> teeth like, teeth like how teeth fit together yeah uh-huh. it's like the opposite and then the opposite side fits in with that side so if this side was like that and this side was like that it would fit in you are such a visual you know? person lady um that's really interesting i think what you're are you saying something like um 
that you can relate to each other or that you understand each other understand yeah like one side is curved and the other side is curved out like one side is curved in and the other side is curved out and then they fit together like teeth you know interesting you told me like teeth are like that yes teeth (laughs) are like that georgia what do you think makes a good friend i think having somebody who really understands your personality mm-hmm. because having somebody who like as a friend who doesn't exactly understand your personality and that's really hard but having somebody who really understands you and gets you is much easier because I know I have this one really good friend can I say no? No, no okay. say anybody's name. Um, no need. But I have this one really good friend, and I can tell, like, we've been friends for a very long time, and I can, like, look at her and just be, and then I kind of know what she's thinking. Mm. And I think that's really, I mean, I've been able to do that since I've met her, so it's not like a long time thing. Mm-hmm. But. It's just having somebody who you can look at and know exactly what they're thinking and then doing that for you, like, I think it's much easier to have a friend like that. So someone you understand who also understands you. That's really cool. Okay. Um, so I have a couple. Uh, what? Oh, actually, what makes a good teacher? Oh, uh, um, people that... I was really big voice crack. Um, <laughs> so... Um, a teacher that understands your IEP. That's a good one. <laughs> a teacher that understands your IEP? Yeah. Oh my God. I've Isla. had like teachers that have been like, Isla, you need to read this full sentence in three seconds. Isla, you said you were retarded instead of dyslexic. Uh, I did not. She yeah, didn't say you did. she was retarded. She said, and that's not a great word. Oh. She said she was. What was it? Oh, she said she was autistic <laughs> oh, instead of dyslexic. <laughs> <It was> so, <laughs> I was like, can I not read? He's like, why? Because I'm autistic. And I was like, I'm a dyslexic. Same, 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 same. No, no, no. Um, so a teacher that understands your IEP mm-hmm. and can help you in that. Who is your mm-hmm. favorite teacher? Miss <laughs> Katz. Miss Katz. Definitely. She was amazing. Georgia, what do you think makes a good teacher? Um, I think having a balance or like making learning interesting because some teachers just... Like, I know my English teacher and my history teacher are very different, although English and history are kind of similar. But a teacher that can make learning better and related a lot, because I know my English teacher just gives us the facts and gives us questions, and and she just calls on random people. She doesn't exactly look at the people who are raising their hands although the people who aren't raising their hands don't understand it mm-hmm. and she just gets really frustrated that nobody's understanding what she's teaching and she doesn't make sure everyone gets it but my history teacher who's the awesome teacher she I mean, if you swapped her out with another history teacher, history would be the most boring thing because she has really long PowerPoints. Mm -hmm. But what she does is while you're writing, she explains in, as in watching a video on it, she like explains completely what we're learning and she's 
not reading the facts she's just like telling us what she knows which is really good so she knows the subject Mm -hmm. and then she can relate it to modern things right so it's easier for teenagers to understand rather than saying just what happens Mm -hmm. so (laughs) so um i'm trying to remember she said share crop like sharecropping she explained is where wait yeah <sighs> right, right i'm thinking of the right thing sharecropping is where you had people like she explained what it actually wasn't related to us she mm-hmm. said it's where you had people go on your farmland farm food give you the food have the person sell the food and then you share the profits correct yes and then she explained it like she used actual names so we have so i'm just gonna make up names so she said like shamak shamak i don't know she said if shamak was owning a farm right and then he had Izzy come on his farm. Izzy would get all of Shamak's things to farm. Uh-huh. And Izzy would be able to farm wherever he wanted on the farm. Mm-hmm. He could make whatever he wanted as long as it could be sold right. for money. Right. And then Izzy would give Shamak all these crops, keep a little bit for himself, but give him most of the crops. And Shamak would go take the crops and sell them and get money for the crops. Mm -hmm. And Izzy would have paid Shamak for all of his things by the crops. That's how he pays. And then Shamak keeps the money. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much sharecropping. And she would just, I think, basically, yeah, she's just a really good teacher. You know that um, Granny's parents were sharecroppers? I knew that. Did you know that? You told us. Yeah. It was Granny picking peas. Granny picking peas. Yep. Granny's mom <laughs> ran the farm. She said they were sharecroppers. Um, okay. What is your favorite fast food? Oh, no. The foodie type. The foodie type? What's your favorite fast type. food? Isla, make sure you're talking into the mic. I like am. Man. I am talking I like In-N-Out. You like In-N-Out? Oh. Me too. Uh, What's your favorite like, fast food, Isla? I like tender greens. Tender greens food. is not fast food. It is now. Okay, so if you had to eat food in an eating contest, what food would you eat? Peas. Peas? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> so it would be easier and I eat the most. What food would you eat, them all in my mouth. I'd eat... Excuse me, ma'am. I would eat... I'd eat peas, actually. That sounds good. You guys are crazy. I'd eat donuts. No, because donuts are disgusting. Donuts are amazing they're if they're really Krispy Kreme. Mom, they're really filling. They're really good, though. But you couldn't win in the eating contest, and you couldn't yeah, get the money. Yeah, I'd eat peas. Just... Okay, what's your favorite holiday? Oh, my God, it's so warm. <laughs> what's your favorite holiday? Uh, you shall not pass. Okay, you guys are... I'm losing you. No. So let's um, wrap it up. Okay, no, I, no, I like we're Halloween. here. We're alive. I like right. Halloween because it's dark and gloomy. Oh, okay. Halloween because it's dark and gloomy. What do you like, George? Favorite Easter. Holiday? Easter? Why? We're like the total opposite. Oh, shoot you. Um, 
I like Easter. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? Because you said I'll shoot you to her, so which is not cool. Um, Why do you like Easter? I like Easter because it's really colorful. See? And it, do you mind? No. It's really colorful, and you can. And it's springtime, and spring's really fun. I like the that dark and gloomy stages. So, what would you do? What one thing would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And you knew you couldn't get hurt. Oh, 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 ma'am. What? Not die. Isla, I'm asking a serious question. Wait, what was it? What What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail and you knew you wouldn't get hurt? Like, would you be a rock star? Would you fly a plane? What would you do? What would What was one thing that you would do if you knew you couldn't fail and you knew you wouldn't get hurt? Be a bear trainer. A bear trainer. Yeah. A Kruger or something. A Kruger? Cougars, uh, cougars are so cute. I mean, mountain lions. Mountain lions, not mountain lions. Lions. Just lions in general. They're so floofy and cute. You would train lions? What yeah. would you train them to do? Hug people. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Georgia, what would you do? I would... I don't know. If you couldn't fail yeah, and you wouldn't get hurt, do anything. If you couldn't fail and you wouldn't get hurt. Uh huh. I'd do everything. Just everything. I'd just do everything. Just one of each. I'd be a superhero. Would you be like a deep sea diver? I'd be a Could superhero. Be. Yeah. Yeah. You're not scared of anything. No, I just do everything because I wouldn't fail. Or you wouldn't get hurt. Yeah. So technically, there's nothing to worry about. True. So, would you rather be a police officer or a firefighter? Police officer. Fair off. Why? Sir. Because firefighter, you do the same thing, but a police officer is all different because you, obviously, police officer. But, like, firefighter, you just go and put out fires. But police officer, you chase after people. And you get to yell at people and beat them up. That's fun. That's great. You think police officers beat people up? Yeah. That'd be so fun. And mom? They're not supposed to beat people up. And, you know, firefighters are also paramedics. What's yeah, that? but that's that's not for I'd you. I still want to be a police officer. Police officer, I the police officer, firefighter, or what? Or <laughs> or nothing? No, or that's what you do. or police officer or firefighter. Or if you had to choose one, which would you choose? Um, um, police officer. Police officer. Because they wouldn't get burned to death. Because they wouldn't get burned to death. Mm-hmm. That's good. I wouldn't want to get burned to death either. But I just work in a lab and eat donuts. Oh, would you? Maybe you'd just be a dispatcher. This is 911. What is your emergency? Can yeah, you be, I, I, I want to be that person. That. I don't... 911, um, <laughs> what is your emergency? Uh, <laughs> emergency? Emergency. What's your emergency, Georgia? My emergency is that my sister has lit every single piece of cloth on fire <laughs> in her room. Oh and she's I play- am your sister. And she is oh playing a demonic song and chanting and put hoods over the top. Oh my goodness. So have either of you ever stolen anything? Uh, oh, on accident, I remember I stole, you were there, I stole this bone on accident, I was holding it. So, a bone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, mom, we're going what to like, bone? <laughs> mom, it was after we went bowling. Um, what are you mom, talking no, about? Mom, mom, I remember it so vividly. So we were uh, going bowling and then we went home, we got the dogs some treats. Um, I meant, wait, is the dogs in? No. Okay. Um, so we got them the treats and then I had this, this like, 
donut bowl bone thing that looked like a stump in my hand. A donut bone And then you guys were checking like out, getting like the big bones. And then we walked out of the store and I was like, oh, I forgot to pay for this. And I ran. Oh. And I well, ran. that's different. Forgetting to pay for something so is different than actively stealing something. Oh, I stole Gorka's clothes once. Uh, <laughs> I remember we went, um, we went to someone's house. Yeah. Oh, and they had these deer toys or they had like animal toys and I really liked the deer one and I was like I want to bring this home and I thought I asked them if I could bring it home and I was like did I really ask them and I was like nah I didn't so I put it in my pocket and left oh my goodness and I still I think I still have it I still have that deer toy it was pretty Oh, my goodness. And then I was just sitting in the car playing with it, and Isla was like, is that theirs? And I said, yes, I took it. And she's like, how dare you? So we have a couple of thieves in our house. I have stolen your sweatshirt. I've stolen a bunch of Isla's things. What? Well, I stole bubblegum from a Woolworths one time. What's a Woolworths? And the security guard chased me all through that store and caught me. And I had to pay for the gum. And I was so scared. I was literally shaking. My mother used to, you know, she was a model. And she used to drop me off at this store called Woolworths, which was kind of like a small Target. And Woolworths had a cafeteria in the middle of the store where you could sit at the counter and eat. And she'd give me some cash. And she'd say, if you get hungry, just go to the counter and eat something. I'll be back whenever because she would go and audition for her modeling jobs. So I'd just walk around Woolworths by myself. And one day I thought, I'm going to steal some gum. There was a package of gumballs like you put in a gumball machine. And I thought, I'm just going to open that and take some gum out of it. And I got totally busted by the security guard i hid in the store i actually ran and he was chasing me and there was one um shelf on the bottom that had coolers on it and i tried to crawl behind the cooler and hide and he found me and he took me to this to like the manager of the store and they were they were like we're gonna call your mom and i was like no 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 no, don't call my mom no 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 and this is before cell phones my mom wasn't even home anyway but it scared me so badly i paid for the whole package of gumballs which I was not allowed to have because you know my mom wouldn't let me have any sugar so I had to throw the whole package of gumballs away so that I wouldn't get caught for you know because if I'd bought this package of gumballs I would have gotten in really big trouble for buying sugar and I would have gotten really big trouble if I had told her I had stolen and had to pay for the gumballs so I just threw the gumballs away and I didn't get to eat that day because I, I spent my money on the big package of gumballs. Just eat one and then throw the story. Well, I, I was too freaked out. I was really freaked out. But I never stole anything after that ever again. It scared me so badly. So you guys have never done anything like that? I don't think so. No. Good. I'm doing a good job. I think Isla ran out of the store because she wanted sunglasses. So she ran out of the store with sunglasses. Oh, my god. I did? I never knew that. So, um... You're lying to me. What is one thing you would improve about yourself? Um, singing. Singing? I can't sing. You'd like to be a better singer? Yes. So I could be an actor and be like on the stage. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I want to improve that too. 
Uh, get it closer to your face, Georgia. And what would you improve about yourself? I did it. Um, I would want to improve the fact that I, I want to improve not waking up at two in the morning. You're sleeping? Yeah. Okay, well, what would you guys want to improve about, like, who you are? Oh. Like, I am really stubborn. I am sometimes so stubborn that I will hold on to whatever I'm being stubborn about and stop listening. So if I were going to say I would improve something about myself, I would try to be less stubborn if I could. So is there anything like that? Like, I love that you want to be a better singer and you'd like to sleep better. But is there anything like about who you are that you would Isla, improve? what did you do? I turned the um, on. Probably... I'd wanna. I can't find the word for it. Are you just perfect? No. Are you perfect yeah, just as you are? Definitely not. I, 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 I will come back to you. I wanna try not screaming in my pillow when George is being mean. I wanna try to control your temper. Yeah. That's a good one. That'd be so great, Georgia. You antagonizer. I'd wanna stop antagonizing, but it's. I, I would love it if you would stop antagonizing. Georgia's Me a covert too. bully. Where she she's one of those that touch <laughs> she's doing it right now. Where she touches Isla and touches Isla. It's like she sticks a stick stop. in a tiger's cage. Uh, Georgia. <laughs> and then the tiger explodes and then she blames the tiger for exploding. When really she's been antagonizing the tiger the whole day. This is so fun fun to parent. Let me tell you something. Georgia. You're going to high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jordan, you better not do this. How do you feel about that? Hey, bring the mic closer to your mouth, please. I know, I know. Ow. How do you feel about going to high school? I'm ready. You're ready? I want to get out of you middle do? school. Why? So bad. Why? Middle school is a really weird period where you're just kind of either really missing elementary school or really wanting to go to high school there's no like geez middle school is great you're just kind of waiting for the next thing to happen and it's really boring interesting and then teachers are just a lot different and then they give you all of these really really high expectations like they have really high expectations and they're just like not I don't know. They're just different. Like, middle school, you just kind of either want to go back to elementary school or want to go to high school. And I think now most people are leaning towards really, really wanting to go to high school and really wanting to get out of middle school Mm -hmm. because it's just middle school. So you have four friends that you're really close with, and all five of you are going to totally different high schools. What do you think that's going to be like? I We are... I'm probably definitely going to stay close to one of those friends. Like, definitely. Yeah. And then we're probably going to meet up with the rest of them. I'll, like, we're just going to meet up with them, but I don't think it'll be the same because we're not in school together. You think it'll change? So now, what if it changes with that one friend? I don't think it will. You don't think it will? No. Okay. I don't think it will either, but I thought I should ask the question. Oh, what do you that. Think? So what are you, are you nervous about anything going to high school? The only part I'm nervous about, and I shouldn't be nervous about this, is I only know 
one person going to my high, my part of the high school, mm-hmm. and I don't know anybody else, mm-hmm. and I'm just nervous about making friends mm-hmm. and just being able to make close friends mm-hmm. because I remember it hap like I knew nobody when I went into the second grade. But that was second grade, and it was much. It was very different making friends. Like, yeah, the first couple of friends I made were, I was on the playground, and they asked me to play a game where we would chase the boys and smack them with sticks or something like that. But it's <laughs> much different making friends in high school because yeah. you're not smacking people with sticks. You're, yeah, you're sure. learning. You're older, and it's just gonna be different. And I don't know. You have to find people you understand who understand you, like yeah. you were saying and before. And then in yeah. middle school, it was easy to make friends because half the people from my elementary school, who I smack sticks with, um, were all going to my middle school. So I knew a bunch of people. So I could make friends and go back to those people and then get closer with those the new friends and stay with the people that I knew so I just knew a lot more people but then in high school I'm just kind of starting over and it's going to be different it is going to be different but you know what here's something to know about you Georgia you're a very likable person you're very easygoing, and you're really good at observing and understanding the dynamics that are happening in the room and that's a great gift to have because then you can go oh okay I see those people are friends I see that that I like that person and I'd like to hang out with that person like last night Georgia had her last Girl Scout meeting her Girl Scout troop is dissolving so we had a big meeting with her her troop leader is retiring she's been a troop leader for like 25 years and she's retiring so we went to this ceremony and when it was over she privately said to me Georgia is the bridge in this troop she makes sure that her group of friends and the people who are in other cliques in the troop which is totally natural and normal for middle school I'll go hey guys let's do this together hey guys want to come over here with us hey guys let's let's all hang out in this tent while we're camping and I thought that was really great that that's who you are in the context of this larger group of girls who aren't your friends that you don't hang out with outside of Girl Scouts and that you make sure everybody's included and everybody's present and everybody's participating so I think if that's who you are at Girl Scouts that's probably who you're going to be at your high school is that you'll be one of those girls that goes with everybody that gets along with everybody and that's really great that's a really great quality to have. I'm not worried about you for this high school at all. I think it's going to be a great experience, and I'm looking forward to it for you. I think it's going to be great. So I have another question. If you knew one of your friends were on drugs... Oh, God, Mom. What would you do? I'd slap them. You would slap your friend? Yes, I'd slap them and tell them to get their face out of the clouds. Get their face out of the clouds. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. But really, what would you do? Would you tell a teacher? Would you tell a Girl Scout leader? Would you talk to her? Would you talk to her parents? I would definitely not tell anybody. Yeah. Well, because then if I figured it out, then it's probably because I didn't tell anyone. And I understand that. And I would not tell anyone mm. right away. Mm-hmm. 
I would definitely talk to the friend and ask them why they decided to start doing drugs Mm -hmm. and then tell them that is not an okay decision and Mm -hmm. that it's going to affect the rest of their life and that they should really stop and Mm -hmm. it's not okay. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd just tell them that just to stop. And then I'd probably... Uh, try and help them stop doing drugs, but I wouldn't necessarily tell parents first, mm-hmm. like because then the friend will not be happy that I tattled on them. Right. I mean, most people are like, "Oh, I would immediately tell an adult," but that's sometimes not the best case scenario. Well, it's it's not always realistic. Yeah. That's why I think you're right. Your friend, you would totally lose your friend's trust if you told their parents. What about a school counselor? Yep. Like if you were at at your middle school and one of your friends was doing drugs, I I don't know, maybe, maybe you guys don't understand this. This is really important for you to know. If you go talk to your school counselor, that's in confidence and she can't tell those students or parents who gave her that information that is uh, they can't do that they can lose their job for that so if you ever saw a kid on at school that was being threatened or or in any way if someone was physically threatening them if you saw that they were harming themselves if you saw that they were throwing up in the bathroom like they have an eating disorder or if you saw that they had a drug or alcohol issue you could always go to your school counselor and talk to them about it and that is confidential does that make sense yeah so handling it face to face with your friend i think is very brave and may be exactly the way you need to do it but if you ever found that your friend was really out of control you could always go to that adult and that is fully and totally confidential and then that adult could assess your friend and say you know what she does have some problems now that adult would reach out to her parents and you wouldn't have any responsibility in it the only person who would know you reported it would be you so that your school counselor you know i wanted to be a school counselor that's what i went to college to do that's what i wanted to be what i thought you said you want to college to be a zookeeper well that's no, what i wanted I... to be when i was in high school but when i actually started college my major was to be a school counselor because they are really safe and they know all the kids and they they are anything you talk to them about is confidential so if you ever have a problem in high school or in middle school and you don't want to talk to me and you don't want to talk to dad or your girl scout leader or anybody else's parents you can always talk to your school counselor that's part of why they're there it's not just to help you figure out what classes to take or anything like that so it's really important for you to know so if you ever have a friend that is in trouble in some way that is a very safe place for you to go does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Make sense, Isla? What? Yeah, that's what I thought. You weren't okay. even listening, were you, turkey sandwiches? No, I don't do that. I don't, listening isn't in my uh, vocabulary. Uh, is that not in your IEP? No. <laughs> so what was your favorite vacation we've ever had? Um, I think we should go to Japan. Well, I didn't ever well that's had my next Isla. question, so then we'll ask that. Where do you want to go in the world that you haven't been before? Japan. Um, Dad asked me this yesterday, but I said if I'd want to go anywhere 
and like when I would, I'd at the end of high school probably want to go to France because Ooh. I'm taking French in high school. Yes, you are. Oh, so I'd yeah, probably yeah. want to go there. That's awesome. Why French. would you want to go to Japan, Isla? Because, because it's the capital of anime. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Do you know where I want to go? Where? Africa. Oh, mom, no, no. There are a bunch of, no, mom. There are a bunch of poisonous things there, like bugs. I saw it in Tom and Sandy's um, old um, house. There was like this big case that had bugs that were from Africa. They looked very disgusting. Oh, yeah? And they were all poisonous? Yes. I don't really care about that. I want to go to Africa and see like elephants and giraffes God, and Mom. lions in the wild and stuff. With you. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. I, I, I also want to go to Alaska. There are poisonous bees in the world. Alaska? Yeah, well, you just fought off a swarm of bees today, yeah. didn't you? That was you? funny. It was horrifying. I think I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> so how do you guys feel about dad traveling? Is it just like normal? Because I know it's there really are normal. other kids that's dads like go to work and come home every day how do you feel about dad traveling so much it's not really really bugging me it's just like it's not really bugging you he's kind of used to it now i don't yeah i'm used to it when i was younger i wasn't used to it i was like when is he coming out georgia had like a poster of him and started kissing him in bed (laughs) that's weird that's creepy it was above your bed you were kissing dad at night I don't no. think I don't remember that. I remember, I remember drawing on it. I don't Dad. remember. That's creepy, Isla. I saw you do. I it. guess it's kind of normal now. I mean, if he's st- like, if he'd been, I mean, it really depends because if he just started traveling now, it'd be different. Mm-hmm. But because he's been traveling like our whole lives, it's mm-hmm. kind of normal. Just like it's normal for kids to have their dad go to work and come back at night. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's normal for kids. Yeah. It's just like, I guess it's not different because once you've been growing up with that, it's just normal. It's not like, it's so different because he's traveling. No, it's not. It's just grow up with it. So it's just normal now. That's your normal. I mean, when mm-hmm. he is home, he's home. He may be yeah. working in the man cave, but he's here. Yeah. And you can get to him most of the time, right? And most. most kids are like, oh, my God, it's so weird how he travels all the time. And I could say, oh, yeah, it's so weird how your dad goes to work and comes back in the middle of the night. But I... Yeah. It's not. This is your, your normal. It's their normal and it's my normal. So yeah. it's kind of different. Totally. It just doesn't, it just doesn't affect anyone. Well, he's a really good dad. Man, I Do you guys know that you have a really good dad? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good dad, right? Until he sleeps for half of the day, and I don't get to see him. Because he sleeps a lot. But he I do that so too. much. I slept till like 12 yesterday. You did? In my head. I was going to say you were at school. No, <laughs> Dad, like a weeks ago. Okay, no, I see what happened. 12 at school? Mom and I wake up the earliest, yep. and then Isla and Dad can sleep for years. <laughs> for years? Like... I'm at, I asked Dad, hey, can we go to Disney? He's like, oh, I was just about to take a nap. And then, like, an hour later, he's just sitting on the couch on his phone. Hey, can we go to Disney? I was just about to take a nap. And then he doesn't nap. He just He just stays on his dad burn phone. phone, doesn't he? And I'm like, Dad, what are you doing? He's like, I'm working. And he's just looking on Instagram oh or something. Oh, my goodness. Or so, Snapchat. I have another question. If the house was burning down... And you could only grab three things. Not our animals. Animals are out. Oh, thank animals God. Animals are safe. 
What three things would you grab? Henrietta, Lucy Lou, and no, Charlotte. No, the chickens are out. The chickens, oh. the dogs, the cat are all safe. What three things from our house would you grab? Oh, God. It's hard. Bob I would Bear. grab... Isla Bob. says Ba Bear. Georgia says Ba. That's I, their, I have their stuffed like animals. A little pouch. It has money in it, so I'd grab that. The money pouch. Mm-hmm. I grab my safe. No, it's um, it's fire resistant. So I think I'm good. You can leave your safe because it's fire resistant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Isla bought herself a safe to keep her allowance in. A fire resistant safe <laughs> to keep her allowance in, so her allowance didn't go up in smoke. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> then and then I'd grab some clothes. Just some clothes. So there's nothing like precious that you would like. There's nothing that's super special that you would hate. Well, to I mean, down. it's a fire. You have to grab the essentials. And then well, we can replace clothes. You yeah, can't replace you ba, ba yeah. or Ba Bear. Those two stuffed animals are irreplaceable. But oh, and you can replace because co- Aunt Diane gave that to me. Owlicious. Yeah, because Aunt Diane gave that to Aunt me. Aunt Diane did give that to you. Um, so, yeah. Yep, and she is no longer with us. So, that would be something pretty special. And that pillow that I think Carol made. Yeah. With the dogs. Yep. So, that's uh, probably I it. have, actually... I have like a small like little jar I guess in my room it has like a cork in it mm-hmm. and it has really pretty rocks and shells that I've found mm-hmm. and it's really pretty and it's just like one actually one of the shells in there scared me so much Why? but I put it in there because we were in Hawaii and I saw this tiny little baby shell mm-hmm. in in the sand and I picked it up and I thought it was cool and I just carried it around I don't even remember. I think I put it in the hotel somewhere. I don't even remember where it was. But like a couple weeks after we got back, it was laying in the middle of my floor mm-hmm. and it was perfect. It was just laying there huh? and it scared me so bad because I didn't pack it. No one huh. packed it. And we left the hotel and I was like, that shell was really cool. It scared the poop out of me because... I don't remember packing it, and I was like, this is so weird. So I put it in that little jar, and then it happened again with another shell that I found in Clearwater. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. It was on the beach, and I left it on the beach. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick it up, and it was in the middle of my floor in our room. Maybe you're part mermaid. Maybe. Maybe really it, maybe creepy. you're mermaiding it into your room. It was so Maybe creepy. your mermaidness just draws it to it you. It was so scary. Was it? Yeah, I have the shells. They're so was scary. It? Was it freaky? They're small little baby shells. Like, they're perfect. They're little, like, you know the ones that are, like, spirals, and then they're, like, the little conks, sort uh-huh. of? It's like I know that. exactly what you mean. So, you never answered the question, what was your favorite vacation? Um, I stop smacking that. Oh, sorry. It's on my leg, George. It's fine. What was your favorite done. vacation? <laughs> London. Uh, London? George's was going to London. London was pretty amazing. Nope, it was not. I was afraid a bomb was going to hit. And I would die. Why? And because of because that's when the um, Ripper. No. Oh, because we went in the London dungeon. That scared me half to death. I thought Jack the Ripper was in the hotel. And then we went in that Warwick Castle dungeon. Remember that? Remember that how scared was so Dad scary. was? Oh my God. He clenched me. Oh so my God. Much. I thought your dad was going to 
poop his pants and have Escape a heart him. attack at the same time. He was we were doing like that witch thing with the witch, and then I was sitting on Dad's lap because there's no other chairs. Your dad. And then the, <laughs> the box moved behind us, and Dad's and his like fingernails. He has like no fingernails, and his fingernails like ripped my arm. I was like. He was so scared in those dungeons. So scared. He kept putting you guys bodily in front of him so you could protect him from whatever was coming. It was pretty bad, wasn't it? And we have an escape room today. I know. We're going to an escape room for Georgia's 14th birthday. Should be fun. Wait. Should be fun. Dad. What? Is it the dad that we got carnies? Is it his escape room? No. Oh. No. Okay, never mind. It's not. Well, that's kind of all I wanted to talk about. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? Yes. What? Will you ever dye your hair? Have you ever dyed your hair? Yes, yes I dye I my hair every five weeks. Have you went to Laser Eye Center? No, I have never <laughs> been to Laser Eye Center. May I crack your toenail? Do I need to go to Laser Eye Center? No. <laughs> have you ever gone to Laser Eye Center? Anything and else you want to say? Yeah. Can I have a Sprite? Can you have a Sprite? No, you just had a Gatorade. Yeah, That's not. a lot of sugar. I did not. I, Mom, again, I just I, went on a hike. So, Georgia, I have, I forgot, I do have this one question. Georgia, you had talked about having a podcast with your friends, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you want to do that this summer? I don't know, maybe. What would your friends talk about? What would I you talk about? I myself a brew. Tatum would talk about boys and cheerleading. We'll get closer to the mic. Tatum would talk about boys and cheerleading. You wouldn't talk about boys and cheerleading? No. No. You're not into boys? No. Are you into girls? No. no. I'm oh, no. into myself. I'm into frogs. You're into frogs? <laughs> Are you going to kiss one till a prince appears? <laughs> oh god, yeah. that does hurt. Oh god, I think I gave myself well, three bruises. Who else would you have on your podcast? Isla. Oh, no. Lisa. You're not 14. You don't deserve. Well, I, I could I could replace by one and make an, a four in that one. How old are uh-huh. you? And would, would you let your sister be a guest on your podcast? No. No? No. Why? Because you all bungled. she'd do is just talk random things. And when we'd ask her questions, she'd avoid them and just say random answers. She wouldn't take it seriously. Would she go, <laughs> I need TP for my bunghole. <laughs> I need to be for my bunghole. <laughs> I was I at Cornholio. school the other day and I someone asked me what a bunghole was. <laughs> and I said, they were like, use an in sentence. And I said, I will stick TP up your bunghole. Uh oh. And then they ran away. So did they get it? Did they, did, did they then understand what, because you used it in the context mm-hmm. of a sentence? I told Isla one time we were at Menchie's and she broke an umbrella and I was, she was just screaming and I said, Isla, I will take this umbrella stick and stick it so far up your butt that it'll come out your Georgia, nose. Georgia, why would you do that? I was using it as a sword. That's she really was hitting violent. people with <laughs> I will shove this <laughs> up your butt until it comes out your nose. That's such awesome big sister talk. See, Mom, she's really scary. She's not scary. She but pulled my ponytail yesterday. She pulled your ponytail? And then I told her I would stick my wine. What's the meanest thing you've ever done to your sister, Georgia? I don't, wait, hold on. Threatened to stick an umbrella up her butthole? I told her that I'd stick my walking stick up her butthole. So when she oh, I know the meanest thing. That- but why are you saying you're going to stick anything in wait, anybody's butthole? I'd stick 
stick it up so she'd have to sit on the walking stick in the car. <laughs> no, mom. And the most like, violent oh, thing that's happened that Gloria did to me was break my arm. I didn't break your arm. Yeah, well, technically, you did land on her in the trampoline, which caused her to break her that's arm. That's her fault. No, it wasn't. I was sitting down like this. Uh, that's your fault. You should have moved. No, microphone. Right microphone. You don't sit down oh, in the yeah. trampoline, Isla. Yes, you, you do. You jump. Okay, that's pretty violent. What's the vi- most violent thing Isla's ever done to you besides punch you in the face every day uh-huh. till she was four? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Isla's been a very violent sister. Every day she smacks me or punches me. Uh, she does not. Georgia. That's not Have you true. looked at that video that dad showed us about the thing like, hey, this is my dad. Isla's stop you started tackling me. <laughs> what? My head was in a clunch thing. Remember <laughs> that video? My dad was like, you guys need to be better sisters. So I found this video. I think it's very good for you to learn. And then he tapped the thing, and then it was just Georgia like, okay, so this is a promo for dad on his, for daddy on his, um, Cabal Camel Pagas. I must stop. <laughs> Isla, you were like, put me me. in a headlock. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. When you guys were little <laughs> and Isla was trying to grab the computer and Georgia was trying to control Isla and it was very violent. And Georgia <laughs> yeah. was being very rough with her sister through yes. the ground. So let me let me ask you about this. Do you remember no. when you guys were misbehaving so much and dad and I told you that we were going to send you to a boarding school? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, I started crying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. That was not funny. What'd you think? It wasn't funny, Mom. It's really funny to me it because it was really funny. bad parenting. <laughs> It yeah, it was not funny. You guys were, Mom, we were funny. having the hard, we, we kept having conversations like, what do we do? Do we start spanking them? Like they're behaving so badly me. that we, we didn't really know what to do because, because when we were kids, that's what happened. When you start behaving really badly, you got a spanking, but we don't spank you guys. So we were like, well, what do we do? And his dad and I were like, maybe we tell them if they don't start behaving, we'll send them to a boarding school. Georgia, your face <laughs> when we told you that. You believed it 100%, and your face was like, oh, my God, they're going to send me to boarding school. And then Isla started crying. It was really bad parenting. It was not funny. It was hysterical. Because Isla and I stayed up that entire <laughs> night. We were like, what boarding school are they going to send us to? That was not funny. Oh, in New Hampshire. <laughs> George's face. It's not funny. Are there any other bad parenting moments you can think yes. about? Yes. What? When you yelled at Georgia because she was being a moody teen. Oh, when I yelled at her for being a moody teen? Uh-huh. Boy, that's extreme. I'm sure no mom has ever yelled at their teenager no, for being a moody No, they haven't. I don't know. You guys, you and Isla yell so much. I can hear you in my room <laughs> I don't know about my bed. so much. Have we yelled this week? Yes. When? When you were talking to Isla about Miss Rivera. Oh, God. And then P.E. I wasn't yelling at her. I was yelling about Miss Rivera. Yeah, you were yelling at her. But I wasn't yelling at at Isla. You guys, you had this huge fight about that fitness plan. Oh, And you were awful. yelling. And you were screaming at each other. And then Dad walked in. And he was like, what is this? And I said, this has been happening for a week. It's not been happening. Do you know why? Because you yell at each other. I am a procrastinator. Do you know what that is? It's where you do stuff so early. Correct. You do stuff way early, so you don't have to worry about it. Isla is a professional procrastinator. Now, procrastination can be good. I'm just reading a book about this. Mom, don't procrastination can be good because it allows your brain opportunity to be creative. 
but it is not good if it allows you to be lazy. So there's two different kinds of procrastination. There's lazy, and then there's the kind where you just, you work better under pressure last minute, so you become more creative by procrastinating. They're actually two different things, procrastinators. Uh, sometimes aren't the best because they want it done so they don't have enough time to stop and be creative. So being a procrastinator like I am isn't always the best thing. But with a stupid physical fitness plan that you have three weeks to finish that your mother reminds you incessantly about that you refuse to work on until the day before it's due and then we figure out we don't know how to do it. We don't have the information to do it. She we told us We were supposed first... to be keeping a food log for three weeks. We didn't even know that because of my procrastinator. I was a little angry because I had been trying to let you run that ship for three weeks and you refused to take the wheel but she only jesus take the wheel and you would not do it well she'd only told us on like the five days before it was due you were were, i'm gonna put my hip boots on hip boots on because i think you may be full of poop no mom i told you well then how did i know about it three weeks before it was due and you didn't i'm not even in her class roasted Busted. You've been burned. <laughs> You've been burned. Why are you guys so mean to me? We're not mean. <laughs> that's not mean. You're mean to yourself. Not mean. That's not mean, but that's why I was yelling because I was fed up. Maybe it's not okay that I was yelling. But at what point does a parent get to lose their patience? None. Oh. There's no point where it's every okay. time Isla says, Stop. No, 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 but really, at what point is it okay for a parent to lose their patience? I don't know. None. None, never. So a parent can never go, that's it, I've had enough, your behavior is enough. After a couple times. But why should you do it a couple times if you know that it's going to result in a parent losing her temper? Because we're learning. Um, Mom? Are you learning or are you grifting? Mom, we're learning. You just said her temper, how about he... Okay, or he loses his <laughs> temper. Yes, you're right. You're not he, I let he his. or her. You're Anything else you guys want to talk about? No. Um, do you like alligators? What's your favorite animal? I, I do like to watch alligators, but I don't know that I want to like bring one on the couch oh, and watch a movie. Oh, mom, remember the thing, the alligator video? We were doing like this alligator versus crocodile EC thing, that alligator video of like that... 5,000 pound alligator walking across a movie set. Yep. It was really creepy. It was really creepy. My favorite animal? I really like tigers. Meow. What's your favorite animal? I'm a jellyfish. A jellyfish? Yeah. Oh, there's kind of jellyfish that can reverse this aging process so it lives forever. What? Okay, I just thought you said the Asian. Is it called the Methuselah? I don't know what that (laughs) word means. Mom, instead of Gorgas saying the aging process, I thought she said the Asian process. The Asian process? No, she said aging. George, what's your favorite animal? Um, Nothing? I don't know. Chicken? Dog? Cat? Those are basic. Used to be monkey. It used to be monkey. Not monkey anymore? Mine's probably a bird. A bird. Birds are cool. Okay, so we do this thing in our family. We'll wrap up the podcast with this. 
Yeah. We do this thing in our family. Yes, we are. I'm leaving. No, you can't leave. Yeah, I can. No. Let's talk about it. No, No, let's talk about it. Not spiritual moments. Yes. No. Yes. So we do this thing in our family called spiritual moments. Help. Uh, Isla, what is a spiritual moment? Yes, Isla. Something that you want to die. Something where you want to die? No, where... You want it to die. You want the spiritual moment to die? Yes. No, you don't. I hate it. You do not. You're full of crap. Neither one of you hate it. Dad told me so. Dad told no, me you both didn't. love it. I hate Georgia it. Georgia wrote me a book, and her favorite thing about me was spiritual oh, moment. Oh, God. So you both can uh, can uh, shove the, what was it? You would put up an umbrella up your butt until it comes out your nose. <laughs> or shove like a walking stick, and t- so you just have to sit on it like, totally. Ah. It's like your third leg then, right? Wait, but that remember that lady in that. London who was like, "Hey, look, it's got a little fat leg." Yes, I do. Please. I remember that. So, anyway, spiritual moment. Are you ready, Georgia? What is a spiritual moment? I think Isla said it pretty great. Something you hate? Oh, that really stinks. No, I don't know what she said. A spiritual moment is a moment of spiritualness and gratitude. Mom, Our family. How about you explain it? Cause okay. We're both horrible at explaining yeah. I started this thing called Spiritual Moments mm-hmm. because we have been so blessed to have had so many amazing experiences like going to Hawaii and going to Alabama and Florida every year. We've been to London. We've been to Utah. We've been all these places. And I just don't want that to go by without us collectively as a family stopping and having a moment of gratitude and a moment of saying, hey, we are really lucky that we have each other and then we have this moment. So I make everybody stop and have spiritual moments and everybody acts like they hate it, but nobody hates it. I I know you don't hate it. I hate it. And when you're older, you're going to go, that was really awesome that mom made us do that. So let's have a spiritual moment now. What about dad? Dad, Dad wasn't in this process. You guys have changed my life in so many positive ways. I didn't know that I would be good at being a mom because I didn't have a very good mom. So I thought I would kind of stink at it. And I think I'm actually kind of good at it. Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect by any means, but I think I do an okay job. And I have learned so much about myself from learning who you are as individuals and seeing you as who you are has taught me to look at myself as who I am a little differently. So thank you both. Thank you for giving me the most amazing years of my life. They came from being a mom. You're welcome. (laughs) And I love being your mom. So thank you. And thank you for coming on my podcast and talking about all this stuff. That was involuntary. Being on the podcast was involuntary? You were like, okay, we have a podcast today. Well, I really wanted you to be on it. Yeah, I'm really proud of my kids. And I think you guys have a lot to say. Can we go roller skating? You're very kiddie. No, we're doing like escape I'm very room. parenty. No, we're not going roller skating. We're going to an escape room. When is the escape Mom, room? Roller skating is fun. Okay, let's finish this up. Is there anything you'd like to add to our social moment? I really like roller skating. Okay, good. I'm going to go up the bunghole. All right. Not like a bunghole. Okay, well, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody listening. Everybody want to say goodbye? Bye-bye. Oh, oh, um. Bye-bye, big ol' whale. Bye-bye, big ol' Y. Bye-bye, big ol' G. Bye. 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 Bye.
we should get together.